0: Let's uh let's do this. Today we're gonna to be reading Romans chapter four. Welcome everybody. It's um it's uh kind of the next chapter as we continue this journey through the New Testament. Um, and so today we're uh, Romans four. Uh, you know what we do we read we pray, change the world. So um, so let's get at it. Let's get at it. Welcome everyone and um Romans chapter 4 come on Trish what then shall we say okay wait wait wait, wait. I, mean, I mean hold on hold on. let me set this up so um we just read in yesterday's episode yesterday's reading in Romans 3 those incredible 11 verses of the bible that began verse around verse 21 um a righteousness from god has been revealed but now apart from the law the righteousness of god has been made known to which the law and the prophet testify. That's, uh 321 and um and he goes on to talk about that that that's how we're made right this righteousness from god faith in jesus well now so paul paul is trying to show now um what's the continuity then with the old testament if now so if now there's a new righteous new way to be made righteous not now there's been revealed from heaven a righteousness that is apart from the law then then is there any continuity is there any relevance to the old testament is there any relevance to our history as jewish people paul's people um what's the continuity with the old testament so something is new, but there's also a, a, a continuation. So uh, here in chapter four, Paul talks a lot about that. It's the, it's the, um, it's what's hasn't changed. So there's something new with uh, the ministry of Jesus and how we're made right with God through Jesus. But there's also some things that are, haven't changed. So good morning. Welcome, everybody. Good coffee this morning, man. That's good coffee right there. All right. So we so now we start. <laughs> hey, Trevor, what's up? Um, what then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, just dis- discovered in this matter? So what do we say about Abraham? This righteousness from God has been revealed now apart from the law. So what, what, what do we do with Abraham? Verse 2. If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. So, okay. If, if, if indeed A- Abraham was justified by works, well, then, then, um, then there's reason to boast. But, but what does scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Okay. All right. Well, even Abraham was not justified by his works. Right. It says, Abraham believed God. His belief, his faith, his trust in God, was credited to him as righteousness. What made him right with God? What, well, what, 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 God? What, what caused God to look at Abraham not only as, um, not only as forgiven, but innocent? It was his faith. His faith was credited to him as rightness. Verse four. Now, to the one who works, wages are credited credited as a gift, but not not as an obligation. So when you work, you you earn things. Verse 5. However, to the one who does not work, but trusts God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. So if you work, you earn, but grace is given. Verse 6, he throws in well, even David. He's like, even David here. Look at David. Good morning, Raquel. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Bob and Linda. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one whom God credits righteousness apart from the works, apart from works. So he's saying even David said, said something about this. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. The Lord forgives, not the base on the basis of work, but on the basis of His um, His mercy. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven. Verse nine: Is this blessedness only for the circumcised? Is it only those who uh, are Jewish or undergo uh, religious uh, Jewish religious ceremony that uh, can experience this uh, blessedness of having your transgressions forgiven? He's gonna say, it, "Watch it, watch this." He's gonna set it up. So, so let me, let me, let me get this right. The only way, let's follow this argument out. So, the only way you can receive the blessedness, blessed of God, bless, blessings, and to be considered blessed by God, is if you undergo c- ceremonial uh, religious rites, like, i.e., circumcision. So, only if you're circumcised and you begin to do the rites of uh, religion, will you then be uh, have the possibility to be made right with God. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Is that, is, that, is that what I'm hearing? He's like, well, there's, there's a small problem with that. There's a small problem with that because Abraham was credited righteous before he was circumcised. Bing! That's what he's saying. Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? When was Exactly when was Abraham counted righteous? After he did the religious works or before he did the religious works? and ding, 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 before genesis chapter 5. abraham was credited righteous before there was ever even such a thing as circumcision and hundreds of years before there was a law with moses was it after he was circumcised or before it was not after but before verse 11. And he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of righteousness that he had by faith while he was uncircumcised. The works that he did was a result of the righteousness that was already credited to him. It was a sign of what God had already done, not a a work to earn something from God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like baptism, right? You know, you aren't baptized to be saved. Baptism doesn't earn your salvation. But things like baptism, and it's a great example. We are baptized as an public act of what has already happened to us spiritually. We've put our faith in Jesus, and baptism follows that. Verse so eleven, and he received circumcision as a sign, a seal, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith. While he was uncircumcised, he was counted right by God, it was credited to him as righteousness before he was ever, when he was still uncircumcised. So then, he is the father of all all who believe, but have not been circumcised in order that righteousness might be credited to him. He was the father, he was going to be the father of many nations. That promise was before he was circumcised. Verse 12, and he is then also the father of the circumcised, so he is then all, then also the father of the circumcised, who not only are circumcised, but who also follow in the footsteps of faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. I know, man. I know it's a lot of circumcision talk this morning. I apologize for that. Just trying to read the Bible. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, you're like, man, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just trying to wake up, drink my coffee, and all I hear is every other word about circumcision. What? What? circumcision, circumcision uncircumcision, uncircumcision, What the, what the, what the, what the what? <laughs> what the? <laughs> How? You made me. You gonna make me drop my donut? Ah, <laughs> uh, I apologize for that. Just reading the Bible. Just reading the Bible, man. All right. So his point is that. Abraham was the father of many nations not only those who were Jewish not only those who had been circumcised but of the uncircumcised the gentiles he was he was the father of all who what believe not who underwent certain religious rites verse 13 it was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise it's not through the law because the law hadn't been given yet So it was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing. And the promise is worthless because the law brings wrath. And where there is no law, there is no transgression. He's saying the law the law never credited anyone righteous. Righteousness was always uh, credited to uh, justification by faith is always so. Back to the what we originally started with. What is the continuation with the Old Testament, also the Old Testament and the New Testament? This fact, justification by faith. It's, just, it's that hasn't changed. The object of our faith is more specific now. That is, it's in Jesus. But the fact that uh, how we are made righteous, it's always been by faith. It started with Abraham. Nothing has changed. The object of our faith is in Jesus because he's the fulfillment of all of the law and the prophets. He's the, He is God in flesh. So our faith now is directed to Jesus and the work that he did. But it's always been by faith. That hasn't changed. It's a, it's a thread that runs throughout the whole Bible from the beginning. What makes you right? Trust in God. Faith in God. That is credit to righteousness. The law just basically is a gauge to see how well you're doing. It's just, it just, just kind of helps you see how well you're doing. How You're going down the right path. But the law doesn't justify Verse 16. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by, be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring. Now, time out who were abraham's offspring both circumcised and uncircumcised isaac and ishmael the abraham's descendants were both jew and gentile and abraham who's the father of everyone was made righteous by his faith so paul's saying look we gotta go way back this was the promise from the beginning nothing that hasn't changed therefore the promise comes by faith so that it might be by grace Da, 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 da. Verse 11, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into things to being things that are not. That were not. Yeah. What does that referred? Well, they- Abraham. Abraham was an old man. Wife was barren. And God created out of them many nations. Awesome. He's the father of many nations. He created them out of nothing. He created the nation of Israel. He created the human race out of nothing. He created the world out of nothing in in Genesis chapter 1. But here, even the people of God, he created out of nothing. Out of a barren womb. Verse 18. Against all hope, Abraham in, in hope believed. And so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him. So shall your offspring be without weakening his faith. He faced the fact that his body was as good as that. He was old, bro. He Look, Abraham was old. He was old. Like I, I, I ain't got the time nor the energy to, to be father and no children. I ain't got the, I ain't got the, I ain't got the, I ain't got the energy. I ain't got the time at my age to be fathering no children. But, but, and Sarah for sure. Mm-mm. Abraham, you cut that out. I don't care. I don't care what kind of vision from God you got, boy. Cut that out, Abraham. Oh man, we better stop. We better stop. But honey, but honey, the Lord told me, the Lord told me, the Lord told me, honey, I promise. Abraham, Abraham, you better just go take yourself a shower. Uh, you better go just go, go bathe in the Jordan River. No, I, I promise it was the Lord. It was the Lord. I saw it as clear as day. Um. Oh, <laughs> um, all right. Um, where are we? Where are we? <laughs> we where are we? We're in a ditch right now. Let's try to get out of this ditch. Let's see. Um, verse nineteen. Without weakening his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. Since he was about a hundred years old, he a hundred. He is he a century. He a century years old. Oh, man. Sarah's like, this is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Sarah's like, the Lord is at work. (laughs) Abraham hasn't had this much energy in about 25 years. (laughs) Okay, I got to stop, y'all. I got to stop. I got to cut this out. Sarah's like I I just saw the Lord (laughs) Lord. welcome everybody welcome to morning prayer (laughs) oh yes yes All right. (laughs) in Sarah's womb was also dead verse 20 Uh, yet he did not waver through unbelief Regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. <laughs> glory, glory to God. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, that's what happened. Baby, was like, Glory to God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what, yeah, that's what he said. 800 years old. He's like, Gl- glory, glory to God. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what He had promised. He was like, that was that was the Lord right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mm hmm. Verse 22. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words it was credited to him were written not for him alone, but also for us to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. That's the That hasn't changed. We still, we're justified by faith in God. It's credited to us as righteousness. Our faith in God, the God what, who raised Jesus from the dead, the same God who raised the barren womb of Sarah to life, is the God who raised Jesus from the dead. It's the same God who raises the dead. Who Abraham was as good as dead. His 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 uh, his lineage was as good as dead. That same God who raised that uh, that family's birth. Uh, that family's bloodline to life and created humanity and the people of God is the same God who raised Jesus from the dead. That hasn't changed. We're trusting the same God, same God, justified by faith. Verse 25. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was talking of Jesus. Jesus was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Amen. Hey, thank you guys for being on today. A little chuckle along the way. You know, hey, you know how it is. You know, just got to have a sense of humor about it. We don't take ourselves cr- crazy seriously. All right. we, uh, You know what we do? We uh, we read, we pray. Time to pray. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for being on. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for, uh, for laughter. <laughs> Thank you for humor and thank you for the uh the humanity of the word of God, that it is supernatural and powerful and all of that. And we thank you for that. But it's also human. And Lord, when we see the humanity of the Bible, Lord, it it, it uh we it resonates with us. It makes us laugh, it makes us mourn, it makes us empathize and 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 put ourselves in those places, Lord. So thank you. Thank you for uh Romans chapter four and the reminder, Lord, that we are justified by faith and Uh, Lord, that has been a consistent principle of your word. And so, Lord, thank you um, for the justification that comes not through our works, not through our effort, not through our, our human performance, but through trusting you, the God who raises the dead. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that you bring dead things to life. And, Lord, maybe some of us today, we have a situation or circumstance or a relationship that seems dead. God, we have hope today in you because we believe that you can bring that dead situation to life, uh, Lord, because you do raise the dead. So Lord, for the, my friends who have a situation that seems hopeless, Lord, we pray life. We pray resurrection power to bring it to life again. If it is your will, may you bring it to life again. Lord, today we pray that we would uh, be uh, led by your spirit, that we would walk in step in accordance with your word and with your will. Lord, help us to Keep our ears tuned to your plan and your purpose today. Help us to be your hands and feet to offer grace and peace to those who might need it. Lord, for my friends, whatever special measure of grace and help they need today, may you grant it. May you grant it according to your abundant riches that are provided through us, through Jesus. And we pray in his name. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for being on today. Thank you for reading through Romans chapter four. Next time, Romans chapter five. Um. Thanks so much. You guys have a great day. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends.